Welcome to the official Brandon Ritchie Substack Podcast episode. Today's date is April 24th, 2023. Welcome aboard if you're tuning in for the first time, I think, and I hope, and I believe you'll find today's episode rather unique as I'm going to kind of probe into a different, sort of a different group of people that I think um, if you're if you're in the arts, in the artistic side of things, will find this very intriguing and take it and I'm hoping that you'll take it to heart and find it very serious as something that you can work to preserve your well-being and way of life. With that being said, if you are tuning in for the first time or if you're a regular listener, the purpose of this podcast and this this blog is to serve as a map for helping you and those around you to be a zenith during chaotic times. I use that term zenith that that term zenith means a peak, tip top. So when it comes to my background as a strength coach and a lifelong uh, fitness coach, and in the industry that I've worked and still work uh, currently, uh, I that the lexicon in terms of being at your peak and top performance, that's what I want to achieve with this particular podcast. And I believe the best way to go about doing that. And I have I have guests on. I have had guests on. I haven't in a while because my schedule has been just really demanding. But I have been uh, pushing out content, and I, and when I do have guests, discuss different aspects of human nature and examining and studying human nature, which is documented through our lived experience. It's documented through philosophy. It's documented through history, geopolitics. It's documented through culture. It's documented through. Uh, business, health, and fitness. So this is the this is the point. I believe we can take all of these different areas, and these areas all funnel down to our individual lives. They this these landscapes of these different of these different areas in terms of of uh, the political scene, in terms of the cultural scene, in terms of the business scene, the finance scene, uh, the medical scene. They all funnel down to you as the individual as well as myself. So the key here is to bring understanding. Understanding using reason, using research, using the facts, and getting to the truth as best as I see it. Uh, we may vary on our opinions with certain things, but I believe at the end of the day, uh, those who are intellectually honest can listen to this podcast, listen to this show, read the substack, and understand that 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 I'm trying I'm trying to get to the truth and I'm trying to most importantly impact culture. So if you are listening on a different or would rather listen on a different platform, I am available with the show here on uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, TuneIn, Pocket Cast. I'm across the across the board with those other platforms. So if you are listening on Spotify, take a moment. And hit the follow button. Take about two seconds and give it a five star rating. Is I need those ratings in order to climb the algorithms and to break through the firewall of censorship and to get on the other side of it, so that we can help others to to be zenith during chaotic times. Also, if you are or if you haven't subscribed, please make sure you subscribe at brandonritchie.substack.com. If you're right there on the Substack, uh, you can scroll down. I have uh, uh, basically uh, login boxes where you can 
submit your email, subscribe, get the latest episodes that come out. Also, <clears throat> I have just recently uh, included a a paywall uh, subscription so that you can, if you scroll down below the fold there, if you're on the Substack, particularly even this episode, just scroll down a little bit there and you'll see once you get into the article, there is a there is a subscription button for paid subscription. And uh, this way, I think it's very important. It, it does require time and time investment on my part, and I will do all I can, and I still want to get out the the complimentary content, but I uh, also have paid subscribers who want to support the show and demonstrate their support for alternative media. And I think supporting the parallel economy and guys like myself, women like that do the same thing, uh, get behind us. You know, uh, with, if you like my style and you want to support this show, uh, that is a huge way that you can support uh, my efforts and what I do. If you like the message of the show and want to support it, I would appreciate that very much as it helps me to circumvent the censorship that I'm being uh, exposed to now. So Facebook and uh, even Twitter, I've noticed um, my reach has significantly dropped as about two months ago, it was going off like gangbusters and I was getting subscribers to the show every single day, like all day throughout the day. Uh, now I'm lucky to get a handful of subscribers uh, within a week. So uh, if you subscribe to the show that way or and you become a paid subscriber and you share the links, I need you to do that as your efforts make this possible. Uh, your, your efforts and your energy and your agency uh, as a change agent and you want to, if you want to impact society and impact culture, uh, your efforts are what make this show work. So I need you to do that if you haven't. And with that being said, today is going to be an article audio readout. And today's article is going to be very different as I want to talk to some people that may be, uh, may be a little bit more eccentric in terms of how they pursue a living and their goals and their pursuits in life. I want to kind of talk to, to those people and use uh, this episode as a way to illustrate what we're up against, not only uh, all of us, but that particular group here in this particular case. So the title of today's article is The Eradication of the Bohemian. And that's the title and preface. Quote, when eating fruit, remember the one who planted the tree, end quote. Vietnamese proverb. When you look around and observe your environment, what do you see? For years, I've witnessed a society that at one time would support and encourage freedom, economic growth, and opportunity. But over the past 15 years, our society has steadily allowed the worst politicians and elements of government to consistently ruin and set fire to those honorable pursuits with the exception of the years between 2016 and 2020. I've come to the conclusion that I personally have some different views on society and that the world and the world compared to a lot of people, at least more than most that I meet and talk to on a daily basis. Granted, all of us as individuals have different perspectives and different views on society, relationships, personal beliefs, etc. However, I must ask, what is it that has traditionally traditionally connected all of us that are Americans or those of us who are just freedom-loving people, regardless of where we may reside? 
I would say that the definitive thread that connects all of us as individuals is enjoying the freedom to pursue dreams and opportunity. Granted, I would agree that there are a lot of lazy and unambitious people in the world. However, I would argue that's because of two factors. The first is that much of society has bought into and has been sold a belief that the growth of the federal government is the solution to our problems. And as Ronald Reagan so accurately pointed out and proved with his policies, the government isn't the solution, but is in fact the actual problem. The second reason there's a growing segment of the population that is unambitious is because with this shared attitude of dependency on the government, we've also created a culture of dependency within our society at large. In fact, culturally speaking, much of the American citizenry has been weakened and infantilized to the point that a rising number of boys grow up to be soft and weak, and a large percentage of young girls grow up confused and depressed. Source, Northwestern Institute for Policy Research. Now, I'm not going to dive any deeper into this problem because the reality is that the data is there, and any of us with any intellectual honesty understands that the infantilization and weakness of the youth in our society has been a growing problem now for years. Not only are depression rates up among young adults, but so is the obesity rate. As a professional strength coach who's worked in the fitness industry now for over 20 years, I can attest to the fact that the obesity rate has risen at a rapid rate over the past 10 years. Once again, if you're intellectually honest about the weakening and lack of focus on self-optimization in terms of the lack of development of fitness within our society, you can see it with your own two eyes. However, if you happen to be one of those people who deny reality, then I'll lay out the statistics for you right here directly from the NIH. If you claim to be one of the follow the science people, then you should trust the science, right? Yes, that was me being sarcastic, but I digress. According to the NIH data from 2017 and 2018, the prevalence of obesity measured out at a whopping 40% of young adult men and women between the ages of 20 to 39. Source, the NIH, Overweight and Obesity Statistics. As a fitness professional, I will tell you that this is all completely cultural. We've managed to create a culture of weakness by infantilizing our youth and many young adults who grew up without being disciplined with respect to their work, education, and obviously a failed lack of learning of the importance of commitment towards a consistent and robust personal fitness plan. Heading, the creation and destruction of the Bohemian. So you're probably wondering why I bothered to highlight the physical and mental issues of young men and women in our society, along with pointing out the issue with the growing number of unambitious people that exist in society. To clarify, I want you to understand that there are natural cycles like this that occur and have occurred in societies and civilizations throughout history. As an example, if we wanted to take the time to look beyond the modern-day United States, all we have to do is to look at the rise and fall of the Roman Empire. Political corruption and greed were major factors that resulted in the fall of the Roman Empire. Corruption and greed fed the growth of a culture of excess decadence in Rome, which is naturally an opposing force to the tenets of a strong society that are rooted in discipline and strength. Quote, Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times, end quote. 
G. Michael Hopf. Based on G. Michael Hopf's quote here, I would say that we're currently in the cycle where weak men have created the beginning stage of hard times that are already here right now with a lot more trials and tribulations to come. You see, we were strong as a nation at one time, and I do believe we we can save the country and become strong again. But we must first recognize what constitutes a strong nation, as well as recognizing the freedom that a strong nation and a people who are unified can produce for society at large. I thought about this extensively and probed my mind to see what I could come up with in order to illustrate the power and variety of things that a truly free society that was committed to the free market ideals, fiscal responsibility, and love of country could produce. Truthfully, it's not hard to come up with examples, but I wanted to use an example that would really stand out, so I chose to use the Bohemian as the centerpiece to examine in today's episode. A Bohemian is defined as someone who is a bit socially unconventional and perhaps is frequently associated with being involved with the arts. When I think of a Bohemian, I typically think about someone who is eccentric and perhaps can come across as a bit odd but has also managed to survive and possibly even thrive with their unconventional pursuits in a modern-day society, particularly here in the U.S. Now, why am I pointing this out? The reason I'm pointing this out is because it all goes back to understanding your environment, which is what I'm always working to communicate to you as a member of this audience. The environment that exists in order for a bohemian to have such freedom to pursue and build a life of success in the most unconventional and possibly even in a way that, for the most part, simply doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. When I think of a bohemian, I tend to think of the well-known artist Andy Warhol. Looking at the life of Andy Warhol, there were a lot of characteristics about him that might be considered unusual and possibly even abnormal to many. Not that it should matter, but Warhol was an openly gay man that also managed to build a reputation in the 1950s as being both a very influential and controversial artist. Source, Wikipedia. I know I normally go into a deep historical dive on certain personalities to put things into context, but with Warhol, I think we can readily come to the conclusion that he was definitely an unusual and wildly successful individual in the artistic world, regardless of what you thought about him and his personal lifestyle. Why am I pointing this out? I'm using Warhol as a key example to illustrate the powerful environment of creativity that a free market, freedom-loving, and strong nation can produce in order for someone of Andy's talents and unusual skill set can live and choose such pursuits. After all, if Andy were born pretty much anywhere else in the world, I could easily make a strong argument that he would not have ever existed in the capacity that he did as a professional artist here in the U.S., You see, that's the beauty of the free market and for keeping the government out of the lives of individuals so that they can pursue the dreams and opportunities that they all wish to pursue. This is what the American Bolsheviks don't understand because they've had the veil pulled over their eyes in regards to how the world actually works. You see, that's what's so frustrating about the Marxist left. They don't care to understand because they're fully indoctrinated into the victimhood mindset and the irony of it is that they are completely able to be victims by choice, particularly in a free society. Or particularly when a free society allows you the freedom to pursue whatever you want. These wants also include subscribing to a victimhood mindset, and what's even crazier 
And even more ironic is that they can adopt this belief when supporting anti-individualistic and anti-freedom beliefs such as Marxism in order to destroy the freedom that allows them to pursue it in the first place. Take a moment and, uh, and la- allow that to sink in. In a thriving free market and a country that is devoted to freedom and one's love of country, you can choose to indoctrinate, insulate, and shroud yourself in a blanket of lies that hide your eyes from learning how to see the ethical opportunities to help both yourself and your fellow man to succeed in life. If you want to engage and pursue a life of creating unusual paintings and pictures of Campbell's tomato soup cans while living in a high-rise apartment in the center of a metropolitan city, then you can absolutely do that, but you can only achieve that in the environment of a free society. Where else in the world could Andy Warhol, in the era of the 1950s, or even in the current day for that matter, pursue such a life? China? Cuba? Venezuela? Russia? The problem with our modern society is that many people don't understand the true meaning of freedom and understand even less how it's being steadily destroyed by the current regime in power. I'll elaborate a bit further on that next by referencing a post I recently published on Facebook explaining how our freedoms have been under attack in a death by a thousand cuts scenario. Heading, The Cathedral of the Time Destruct. The most important resource that all of us have in our possession is the resource of time. Time is the most valuable commodity because time is the one commodity that cannot be replaced. Everything requires the investment of your time. After all, time is life. So what do I mean when I talk about the cathedral of the time destruct? When I talk about that, I'm referring to how both yours and my environment is being consumed by an intentional and manufactured effort to eat up and destroy our time, which in turn is an attempt to destroy individual ambitious energy, effort, and achievement. You're probably thinking, Brandon, how and why would you say this? Well, I would say that if it's not obvious at the moment, then let's take a look at what is obvious. I'll start by listing out some time-destruct mechanisms that are being employed at an aggressive rate right here below. Number one, inflation. Number two, propaganda. Number three, tax code. Number four, bureaucracy. Number five, censorship. Now, before you express your apathy or you happen to be a Marxist and choose to click off, I would challenge you to stay and finish reading this first. If we look at each one of these five concepts, every single one of these are man-made and totally avoidable. Yet they're a real problem and issue for individuals across the globe. How? Let's begin with an examination of each of these, but I'll lead off with inflation. Inflation involves the devaluation of your currency. Essentially, the dollars that you work hard to earn become weaker and weaker because your currency is being devalued on purpose by the actions of your federal government and the Federal Reserve choosing to print a seemingly endless amount of dollars. Because of the added amount of the circulation of these dollars into the market, the purchasing power of your dollars continues to get weaker. Therefore, you must work harder to earn more of those dollars because those dollars are worth less and less. This is a classic time destruct. Secondly, let's look at propaganda. Propaganda is basically a partial truth or series of lies promoted by a centralized legacy media machine 
that is designed to get you to buy into a particular narrative so that you will support something that those who are pushing the propaganda want you to support. On that note, you may say, well, Brandon, everything is propaganda. And on that observation, I'd agree with you. However, you have to ask yourself what the propaganda is pushing. And if it's a big lie, then once that lie is out, it takes more effort, energy, and, you guessed it, time in order for you to get the underlying meaning and purpose of the propaganda that was spread. Meanwhile, the propaganda was able to do the damage it was intended to do and could have possibly persuaded either yourself or your loved ones to support whatever narrative it was selling, such as a reason for your government to print more dollars further resulting in the devaluation of your currency as a single example. This is another time destruct. The tax code is another big one, particularly for small business owners. Small business owners and mom-and-pop stores wear many hats and take on the responsibility of many roles that must be played in the small business in order to make sure the small business can keep its doors open. As if running the day-to-day of a business isn't hard enough, the small business owner must also pile on other burdensome responsibilities, such as the adherence to bookkeeping, the tax code, paying accountants, and constantly working at keeping a running journal of everything in case a legal matter were to arise unexpectedly. Trust me, the tax code is a time destruct. The bureaucracy ties into everything and expands into every aspect of your life, even more so than the tax code. The bureaucracy of government encapsulates everything. Therefore, the bureaucracy is a time destruct. Censorship, particularly mass censorship, as we've seen enacted by the big tech oligarchs, forces those who express dissenting viewpoints to work three and four times as hard to get their content out into the public square. In fact, as I'm writing and recording this very article podcast, my Facebook page is currently on restriction due to censorship, and I work and spend a lot of time, at least 30 to 40% more time, trying to get my content in front of people to spread a message of freedom. Censorship is a major time destruct. So why do I refer to it as a cathedral? I use the term cathedral because most authoritarian forces that control the narrative and illusion of what goes on inside the cathedral have the masses convinced that everything is great and that their loss of time, energy, and freedom is merely either a result of things outside the control of man or is because of those, quote, dissenting, end quote, voices that are rocking the boat and making everything difficult for the rest of society. Of course, both of those are lies driven by the cathedral's propaganda, and you had to spend the extra time to read this post in order to understand the lies and the illusion created by the cathedral. Granted, here your time was invested for the added understanding, but nonetheless, your time was still spent just the same. You see how this works now? Heading the wrap-up. Now, the understanding that is required to navigate these current waters we find ourselves in with modern society is invaluable, but at the same time, it's going to frustrate you like no other time in your life. However, don't allow that frustration to cause you despair. Keep in mind that if you happen to consider yourself to possess more bohemian-type qualities, now you understand how the system is eradicating the free market, which will result in the eradication of the bohemian as well. This is exactly why it is vital for you to understand that the United States is the last stand of freedom that we have on planet Earth. If you don't see all of this, 
all that is wrong with the world and question the government, then you're creating a dangerous environment, especially if you're a bohemian. If you're not demanding that the endless wars come to an end, demanding governments to stop devaluing your currency, demanding that the justice system should be equal and not to not a two-tier system, and regularly working to expand your knowledge in order to see these corrupt and nefarious issues, then you're setting your environment up for disaster. This is a time like no other. We are at a major turning point in history, and we will either come out of this as a stronger nation with a greater love of country devoted to more free market ideals, or we will go the way to begin the journey of a thousand years of darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's article podcast. If so, I really need your help to push this piece out to your friends, family, and co-workers. In order for both you and me to influence and strengthen our society, we must not stay idle. So please make sure you hit the subscribe and share buttons here below. Spreading messages like this one is how we influence our culture, and I need your help in order to do it. Also, listen to this episode here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pocket Cast. If you like this podcast and message, please take a moment to give it a five-star rating on the Spotify platform. Also, to connect with me, please make sure you join me here on Twitter, Facebook, Getter, and now on Substack's new social media called Notes. Stay strong, stay focused, stay active, and have a wonderful day.